Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Boone County bourbon. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how are you doing on this fine Saturday afternoon? Yeah, you know, just freezing my ass off, getting ready for uh, next or tomorrow with the uh, Bengals game. Yep, it's um, it's proving very difficult to stay warm as of late. Yeah, and we are obviously very excited about the Bengals. Um, how are you feeling about their chances? I don't know. I think they it'll be a close game. I don't know if they'll win because yeah. they're playing the Chiefs, but you know, Bengals are a good. They'll team. put up a Chiefs fight. Chiefs are a good team. It should be a good game, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think right. it'll be. A, I think it'll be a shootout. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I don't know. I don't know. I could see it going either way, honestly. The, they played a few weeks ago, and the Bengals won. Uh, it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, there's a lot of talent on that on that Bengals offense. The defense is playing solid. Yeah. Uh, the run defense is bad. Uh, pass defense is not not too shabby. Um, Chiefs defense is bad, with a, and they're going up against yeah. a pretty good offense in the Bengals. I mean, it really could be a, a high-scoring game, and I, I really think it could go either way. Yeah. I mean, it could go either way, but at least the last few seasons, you know, the Chiefs have been in the AFC. They've proven to be the uh, team to beat in January, so oh, we'll yeah. see. Absolutely, it's it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. Uh, the, the obviously the Chiefs have been you know a Super Bowl champion within the last few years, and have, I think they lost in the Super Bowl too, or something like they, you know. They, I think that's they what two years ago won the Super Bowl. Last year lost, lost it to Tampa Bay exactly. and Tom Brady. Yeah, so they're very who who just actually announced that he uh, is retiring, which is another crazy thing happening. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, uh, it's gonna be great. I'm super excited. Uh, it's a talented Bengals team, a talented Chiefs team. It's gonna be a freaking blast to watch that. And uh, I think I'm, I'm way more excited about, well, obviously, because I'm a Bengals fan, I'm way more excited about that than the second game. But I think most people are probably more excited for, the, yeah. for that game. I just think because of the the Burrow and Mahomes of it all, it's, it's going to be really yep. interesting to see how it goes down. But without further ado, why don't we jump right into the podcast here. Andy, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Boone County Bourbon. Of course. So this is a brand that only is about six, seven years old. They were founded in 2015. Um, and it, they were, you know, founded to pay homage to the distilling history of Boone County, Kentucky. Um, and to date, I think they're still MGP, uh, sourced. I know the bottle that we picked up, you know, is distilled in Indiana. Um, so it's more than likely MGP. Um, but you, you know, they have begun doing things to try and, um, begin their own laying down their own distillate. Um, like they have their own post, uh, pot still and everything. Um, that's going to start distilling all their own stuff. But for right now, they're MGP sourced. Um, and of course, you know, like I said, it was to pay homage to the distilling history of Boone County, Kentucky, um, whose distilling history began, of course, in 1833 when uh, William Snyder and his brother John bought a local steam mill there and ended up uh, transitioning it into what at least at the time was known as the Petersburg distillery out there in Petersburg, uh, Kentucky. Um, by about 1860. So about three decades later, they were producing about a million gallons of whiskey per year. Uh, and then very quickly after that, unfortunately it kind of everything unraveled because they ended up selling 
um, at least part of the distillery's ownership to um, William's son, Colonel William Appleton, uh, or son-in-law, uh, William Appleton, in 1861. Then that got transferred. Uh, that's ownership state got transferred pretty much several, at least a couple more times in the next three years um, to help pot, pay all the, at the time at least, the huge excise taxes um, on whiskey and everything that were needed to support the Civil War. Hmm. Um, and it ended up, I think in about 1864, ended up in the hands of Freiburg and Workham distillers in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, who ended up about a decade later taking over 100% ownership of the distillery. And um, I, I think they kind of held it for a little bit there, and then it just kind of petered out. And then, of course, Prohibition happened, and they didn't get their uh, you know distilling license and everything to produce. Hmm. Um, and, you know, while distillation was successful for about you know, 50 years from about 1850 to 1900. Um, you know, the area, both Petersburg distill, distilling in Petersburg as a city and Boone County as a whole, uh, were no longer really as economically productive as they were, which kind of led to the downfall of the, of the uh, distillery around 1900 until 1910 when the, the distillery shut down. Um, you know, of course, all wasn't lost, though. They ended up selling all the reserves um, to, I don't know who. I couldn't find who they sold them to. But by 1918, about the start of Prohibition, they ended up selling all the reserved aging stocks of whiskey that they had to other, um, you know, other distilleries that were shuttering their doors for Prohibition or had medicinal licenses to continue to distill. Uh, and then the distillery, uh, Petersburg distillery was then fashioned into a jail two years prior to all that happening hmm. in 1916. Um, and then pretty much the his their distilling history in the area, um, was pretty much dormant. Like I said, until night or 2015 when, um, Boone County distillery opened up their doors, uh, around there and they of course you know then tried to pay the homage to it get everything going back up doing all they could to begin distillation and everything in the area again because you know it was an area that was thriving um about a century before that um we forgot something sir yeah cheers cheers um and so you know, of course, you know, they're only about seven years old, so they're still getting some of their stuff going, um, their own distillate and distillation and everything going. So as of right now, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, they are, uh, it's an MGP sourced product that's anywhere between five and 15 years old. Um, it's a pretty big window. Yeah. Either as, as a single <laughs> barrel or blended, gotcha. mostly blended, mm-hmm. um, but some single barrels and then, you know, Boone County will end up of course bottling it all. Um, and they have quite a few different ones. Uh, you know, they have their Kentucky pot still bourbon, which is, I think the only one that they actually produce on site. Everything else is MGP source. As far as I know, uh, except for maybe the two American dry gins that they have, the bourbon cream and the, 
uh, Duppy rum. And then, of course, they have a small batch bourbon and rye and then a single barrel bourbon and rye as well. Um, and I forget which, um, I think it's the 72% corn mash bill from MGP that they use to produce um, all of their bourbons and rye. Well, maybe not the rye, but at least the bourbons that they produce and bottle and then obviously ship out to us as a consumer. And, you know, it's a fairly standard product. I mean, it comes in at about 40, 35, 40 bucks a bottle for a 750 milliliter bottle here in Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area. Um, so fairly standard price point for it as well. Um, and, you know, from what I've heard and tried, you know, fairly can fairly standard, but can compete with folks. So um, I think it's about that time that we sit here and see if it actually can compete. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have it. So that this is obviously a very fitting uh, bourbon for this week, considering what's, you know, Cincinnati's in the AFC championship. And this is a very kind of Cincinnati almost type bourbon because it's just outside the city there in Northern Kentucky. It's, you know, reminds yeah. me a lot of new riff in, in that way. Um, so that that's obviously really exciting, and I got a guy. There's a, my, it's my boss actually, who I work with, and he he. I told him that I I did this podcast, and you know he thought it was really cool. And then I we were talking about bourbon, and then he mentioned Boone County bourbon. Oh really? He can't stop like to, every time we talk Raving about, it, about it. Yeah, and we talking about yeah, and we talk about bourbon a lot, and every time it comes up. He mentions Boone County Bourbon, and he's yeah. like, "Have you been to every time?" He's like, "Have you been to Boone County? Or you should you should go. It's really good." And um, I did just take a taste of it, and I'm and it, well, it is really good, and it's obviously it's a cool setup um, based on the look of it here, and um, I'm, it's definitely something I want to try out and, and, and actually get a tour and all that uh, eventually. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we will dive into the tastings. All right, guys, now we have a pour of the Boone County Small Batch Straight Bourbon Whiskey. We're going to go ahead and do our tasting. As always, we're going to start with the nose. Not super complex. No. Very I mean, light, though. It, yeah, I mean, it's a fairly, I hate to say it, it's a fairly standard MG, it's a fairly standard MGP nose um, Not, that I get. It's 9.1. It's like you barely even notice it on the nose. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's. You know, it smells like a fairly standard MGP that you'd get. Um, any hints, any notes of anything you're, you're getting? I get a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of um, orange in there, or like orange zest in there. Um, yep. I'm getting some other the exact same things. Maybe some like caramel and oak in there, but it's just yep. kind of... Exactly. I mean, like I said, it's something that's fairly standard with those bourbon notes as a whole, but also kind of... If you've had other standard bourbon products that are barreled under a different name from MGP, kind of reminds me similar of in nose, at least, to those other products, say Bullet or something like that. Yeah. Cool. Let's give it a taste. I think it's pretty light on, on the mouth. It's not very thick or rich. Yeah. I mean, it's not very, it's not very sharp. It doesn't, it, 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 it drinks like a liar, a li, uh, like a lower proof proofage than I think it, than it is. Yeah. What are some, uh, what are you picking up in that? Um, I get a little bit more oak and nuttiness yeah. on the palate than I do in the nose. I um, agree. The, the, the palate does remind me a lot of the nose though. I do. I think it's, oh, yeah, I think very it translates much. over, uh, you know, really well. 
I'm getting a lot of that oranges, tangerine uh, yeah. notes that you mentioned. I'm getting the oak. Absolutely. Um, some caramel like we got in the no- in the nose as well. No, yeah, for sure. It's a pretty long finish. I would say like long, medium. It's not like an extremely long finish. Yeah, I mean, for the proof, it's definitely a longer finish than I would expect. Right, absolutely, especially considering how it actually tastes and smells. Yeah. Which I feel like almost moves in the opposite direction. It really is a long finish, and, and it's a great it's a great finish. I really like the Oh, yeah, the way I like the hangs. finish. It's very dry, um, and getting some, like, oak and caramel in, in the finish as well. Yeah. That hangs around on, on the tongue for a long time. I, I'm really impressed. I'm really happy. I'm re- I think it's a very good whiskey. Yeah, I'm, I like I'm it. I'm a big fan. I think it's definitely a staple whiskey to have, if yeah. you can find it. I might have to go ahead and get my, myself a bottle at some point. Yeah. All right, folks. That's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Listen to every episode. Share it on social media. Uh, tell your friends about us. We really do appreciate your support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.